Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. God loves you dearly. And he shows you this love by sending you your greatest gift, Jesus. So often when we think of love, we think of the emotion and the romance. We use the word love to talk about our favorite food and about our favorite people. We love our cars, our pets, our vacations. Love has become so overused that we have forgotten that love has a price. St. John tells us in his first letter that love, as defined and described in the Bible, is not an emotion. It is not a warm, fuzzy feeling. It is not even our attraction for another person. John tells us in 1 John 4, 8 and 16 that God is love. And the only way to know love is to know God. John then goes on to tell us that God's greatest expression of love is Jesus. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. This is more than the heartwarming manger story we hear at Christmas. John reminds us the baby that Mary wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger on that first Christmas came with the purpose of expressing God's love. God the Father sent that baby, his son, Jesus, to grow up and live for us the righteous life he demands. He sent that baby, his son, Jesus, to die for us to be the propitiation for our sins. That is, the one who was sent to die the sacrificial death for our sins. If God is love, then his love is truly shown as he sends us sinners, Jesus. The great gift of Jesus is what Christmas is all about. Verse 9 says, In this the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. Or in the words of an Advent hymn, He sent forth Jesus, my dear Redeemer. He sent forth Jesus and set me free. The love of God is not an emotion. It is not expressed in good feelings, not even the great feelings that we have around Christmas time. Jesus is God's greatest expression of his love. God's love for you in Jesus is seen in his sinless life, all his miraculous works, the prophecies he fulfilled, the promises he's given, and the word of his life he preached. It includes his suffering and death on the cross, and it includes the victory of the empty tomb. That is how God's love is truly shown. The love of God is his determination, his activity to send you Jesus to buy you back from the penalty of sin. Unfortunately, the expression of God's love is lost, especially in the hubbub of this season. 
You get busy in the trappings and activities of the holidays and lose sight of the fact that Jesus' birth is given its eternal meaning in his death on the cross. It can all get so easily lost and when running from shopping to celebration to work to family to this, that, and the other thing. At this time of year, probably more than at any other, we need to make some quiet time with our God in his word. Clear away the clutter of Christmas and take a good look again at the love came down from heaven for you that night so long ago in Bethlehem. Love caused your incarnation. Love brought you down to me. Your thirst for my salvation procured my liberty. O love beyond all telling that led you to embrace in love all love excelling our lost and fallen race. That is from hymn 334, the fourth verse. That is true love. That love of God expressed in his son Jesus is what Christmas is all about. Meditate on that love as we draw so close to Christmas Day. One Lutheran scholar once wrote this about this true love of Christmas. As long as we talk of God's love and think only of the candy of our wishes, we have never yet known that love. The victory of God's love is on Calvary, the triumph of his love in Christ's open tomb, the glory of his love in all those who now live through Christ. To know God's love is to prize the sacrifice that love made to share its power, to serve in its kingdom. The greatest thing in the world is not anything of the world at all. It is the heavenly love of God in Christ Jesus, his Son. Even the unbelieving world around us puts an emphasis on giving, sharing, and helping others in the days leading up to Christmas. We usually do a little more of it ourselves around this time of year also, don't we? Hopefully our reason for doing good and showing love for others at this time of year and always is motivated by a heart of love and in genuine appreciation for the love God has shown in his son. But if all we're doing for our fellow man is giving gifts or food, a friendly visit or just volunteering our time, then we aren't showing our fellow man the fullest or truest kind of love. In fact, as one theologian once put it, it is the height of lovelessness to let men's souls go on to destruction, while we provide a thousand charities for their bodies. If we share food, money, clothing, and time, but not share the true meaning and love of Christmas with others, we are not showing true love. If we go and visit with the less fortunate when we go Christmas caroling, or when we have any other opportunities to do good to others, but do not share the love of Christ in both word and song, then we are not loving our neighbor with the love that loved us enough to give up everything, even his life, that we might be saved. You have been given the love of God. You have received in his word and in your baptism the love of God that forgives your sins, removes from you the penalty of sin, and gives you life eternal with God. 
You have received the gift of God with us, Emmanuel, Jesus the Savior, born in Bethlehem's manger. Now what? Beloved encourages John in the last verse of our text, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. The natural response to the great saving gift of God's love in Christ is to share and show that love with others. But you notice that John's words are a bit surprising in that last verse, aren't they? You might expect him to say, dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love him. Instead, he tells us, we also ought to love one another. The best way to express our love for God and the way he most wants us to express our love for him is to show love for our neighbor, not only our fellow believers, but especially those whom God places in our path who desperately need to hear the good news of God, who is love. The fact that we have been loved by God means that we have been given as a gift of God's love to the world showing our love for God through loving and serving them. Amen. May the peace that surpasses all human understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting.